This is a podcast. Life Adventures with Pete and Simpson. talking about their travel and life adventures across the world. And there we are. We've successfully made it through the intro. Oh, hey. All right, we can go things, ahead. Things are looking up for us. It, today is going to be a good day. So what are we going to talk about today? Oh, let's cover Atlanta. I like that I asked you what we're going to talk about today, even though I'm the one that wrote it down and have it all listed. In front. Simpson, you wrote it tell us, uh, what do you recall from the conversations we had earlier today about what you're going to talk so about? So pop quiz, what are we going to talk about on this one? So, so we're talking about... Uh, we're talking about Atlanta. Yep. And Heli Expo 2019. The world's largest helicopter show? Yeah, I believe that to be a true yeah, statement. That yeah. is true. Um, we're going to talk uh, a little bit about... Well, let's get rid of that. Let's not do that. Uh, so what was your experience like in Atlanta this year? Do you want to talk about the Atlanta, the city, or you want to talk about the show first? So I'm going to actually go a little bit further back and talk about leading up to Atlanta, because we actually spent some time, we spent a couple days in Savannah. Savannah? Savannah, Georgia. I like Savannah. Yeah, Savannah was great. Um, so we we went in early for uh, typically, I think like you guys do, uh, an annual sales meeting. We did an annual kind of just yep. kicking off the year since Heli Expo is typically the first show that we all go to. Um, So we did a a little sales kind of meeting and get together where we kind of cover, you know, plans for 2019 and just overall, you know, what what each department's working on marketing sales, you know, technical sales and that sort of thing. So we we do a little sales meeting Uh, this year. It was in Savannah, Georgia. We had this awesome house that we rented right on the river. I forget what river it was. I don't think it was the. St. John's is that the or Savannah River? It, it wasn't that river. I don't remember. It was. It, it could have just been an there. inlet as well. So anyway, we had this really nice house um, that we kind of hung out at and um, enjoyed some time in Savannah. Gorgeous, gorgeous town. It's absolutely gorgeous down there. Yeah, there. we had a, a really good time hanging out in in Savannah proper. We did try to venture out and go to another island that was technically in South Carolina. I'm not even gonna give you the name of it because it was a not good time. Savannah River? Was it the Savannah River? It could have been. It, it also could have just been an inlet. So, um, it, it, gorgeous place. Or the place. Wilmington River? No, no. This Or the Skidaway River? Anyway, enough of the tangents. No, no, no. I'm going to find the name of this. The Bull River? I honestly don't remember. It could have actually. Was it the South Channel Savannah River? It could have been that. Bingo. It's that. We found it. It's for sure that. Yep. Was the one that, <laughs> go, go, was it near downtown? Kind of, sort of. Savannah River. Yeah, Savannah River. So, yeah, we went down early, uh, went to Savannah, spent a couple days there. Uh, coincidentally enough, um, missed a major, I would say a strong tornado by a few hours. We were, we drove from Savannah on that day before the, well, actually, it wasn't the day before the show, but we, we drove up two days before the start of the show, and we were driving from Savannah to Atlanta, yeah, it was and some it's crazy like, weather that time. Yeah, it was really bad weather. Um, and it was about a three hour drive up to Atlanta. And on our way up there, we stopped in Macon for some lunch. And Gorgeous. yeah, no. Um, it was it was definitely a nice stop for sure. Um, 
And, <laughs> uh, uh, that's this. That's a scenario where uh, this being a video uh, podcast would would come and help. Helpful. You're like, it's definitely a lovely stop, and the look on your face did not concur uh, with that statement. I'm sorry, people of Macon, but anyway, uh, we stopped in Macon for a person a, of Macon. We for, apologize for, for some uh, lunch, and um, that was probably about I don't know noon or one o'clock. And by the time we had gotten to Atlanta, uh, which was you know a couple hours later. I guess a storm, a, a pretty nasty storm had blown through there. I don't know if the tornado actually went through there, but there was tornado warnings for basically the road that we went up, um, you know, had gotten some severe weather. So we make it into Atlanta. Um, my initial reactions to Atlanta was uh, it's, it's a nice city, right? I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be hesitant to go back there for a work thing. I don't think it's one of those places you kind of seek out for pleasure travel. Um, they, they had the aquarium there, What I really, really wanted to go check out, like with everything else that we kind of would talk about as a theme here on this podcast is we have all these grandiose plans at times and, you know, go to these cool cities and we don't end up doing those cool things. So one of the cool things that I wanted to do was go to the aquarium, but I unfortunately didn't make it there. Um, so let's, let's talk about Atlanta. Uh, I'd like to actually talk about Georgia for a minute. Okay, let's you know, talk about talking Georgia. About, I've, spent, I've spent some time in some rural parts of Georgia. And I got to say, um, for me, when you're outside of like any of the cities or major metropolitan areas, there's n- really nothing. It's, it's, it's kind of like Texas in that same way that it, once you're beyond like the city limits or the town limits, it just stops. There's like, they draw a line. They're like, people live on this side, nothing on this side. I think that's more so the states in the, well, no, I think it's really just the newer kind of cities. And when I say newer, I mean like not your colonial type towns, right? I think because you don't really get that in Massachusetts. Yeah, you don't because just it just blends into everything yeah, else, everything right? Blends together. Um, but here, yeah, in in Texas, and you did kind of see it in Georgia. It's you know populous center, and then as soon as you get out of the city limits or the county or whatever, it just ends. Yeah, there, it's farmland, and it's even like that. On <laughs> it's funny because where I live in Fort Worth, it's sea of houses, and literally on the other side of a road, it's just vast grazeland <laughs> it, it's crazy nothing. yeah it's nothing yeah, yeah so yeah crazy. to your point there yeah i think there was a lot of that in georgia what, what were your thoughts about atlanta though did you um i've been to atlanta many a times you know um in a previous iteration of my life i had a cirrus that was based out of there that i would go down there and fly when i lived in chicago uh and with that company that was actually the nearest base that i could get to chicago so i would take the hour 20 minute flight from chicago down there Go up to Peachtree to cab, pick up the plane, and then go do my travel from there. And um, for those unfamiliar, Cirrus is a single engine, uh, technically advanced aircraft, as I think what they call it. It's high performance. Yeah, high performance yeah. aircraft. It it, it isn't. Uh, it's fast as far as its category for type of aircraft. Yeah, and this was but, a uh, and very comfortable. It's a turbo normalized uh, version of it. So when they when Cirrus first started putting turbos in, that's what that that iteration was. I mean, nothing like what I fly today. That's the actual true turbos, right? Uh, but it was a nice airplane. So I I'd spent a lot of time in Atlanta. I've, I actually quite like Atlanta. I like the city. Mm-hmm. I like the north side. Obviously, the north side's really nice up towards... Uh, uh, just looking at the map, so I don't I see the right towns. <laughs> uh, um, Buckhead. Oh, yeah, uh, Buckhead. Really, Dunwoody is really nice. Yeah. 
I heard Buckhead a lot when yeah. we were down there as far as places to go. Um, the the restaurant scene, I, I, you know, we kind of talked about this, right? Where it's kind of like they were surprised people were in town for an event. It had, Now, granted, granted, the Super Bowl had just been there. Yeah, like two weeks like before. Like two weeks before. Yeah. So I think the city might have been a little hungover, if yeah. not, you know, recovering from that. And there's, it's crazy. There was uh, set lights, movie set lights yeah, down the road. I think they were filming Bad Boys 3 Seven? or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, eight. And then, and our. Um, Whatever Bad Boys were on right now. I, I can't keep up with my Bad Boys. And in the hotel lobby, they were shooting a TV show. Yeah, it was I TV think it's MacGyver. I don't know. Anyway. It was a show. They were shooting shows. I don't think movies. it was MacGyver. Might have been Family Ties. Or Elf. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what? No. They didn't do reboots of those. Um, but yeah, they, they, were they sh- should do a reboot of Elf. They should. Uh, anyway, they they, uh, they were shooting a lot of stuff, as you've probably seen in a number of recent movies, that Georgia has their little stamp at the end uh, of the movie. The Georgia Peach. Yep, Georgia Peach. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed Atlanta. It was my first time there. Um, and the show was supposed to be somewhere else, but the Where's the show supposed to be, it was supposed to be in Louisville again. Oh, no offense, Louisville, people of Louisville, but doing a show there was not great. So at the end of February, beginning of March, it's not really it's still snowing. It, it did snow. Yeah. That's right. It did snow. It did snow. A couple years ago, so backstory, a couple years ago, the show that we attended, this helicopter show, was in Louisville. It was um, uh, poorly attended? It was poorly attended. Um, you ended up with a lot of international folks that didn't come to it. Right. This show usually does have a pretty big international pull. Right. And the problem being that it's not convenient for international people to get to Louisville. It wasn't even convenient for domestic people. Yeah, it was. Yes. I mean, the things with, like, Las Vegas or anywhere in California. Orlando. Orlando, Atlanta, even for that matter, D.C., all those places have major international airports that international customers can easily get to. Right. Which makes a big difference. And Louisville, I apologize, just doesn't have that pull. The actual town of Louisville is pretty cool. I actually kind of liked downtown Louisville. Yeah, Louisville itself was kind of cool. We went to actually a couple of bars, and we're not going to do a review of Louisville. This is clearly no, one of our screw tangents. you guys, Louisville. Um, so we'll just say nice things and then move on. Yeah, we, deal with it. We had uh, <laughs> we had gone to a couple of bars and restaurants and stuff like that, and we had a good time. Yeah, good food, good drinks. Yeah, yeah kind of a low key type place. Which very I, low key, which I'm I'm down with. You know, you know, we do go to Vegas quite a bit. And yeah, go to that hotbed of Orlando all the time. Hey, easy. Uh, Oh, wait, you like Orlando. I like Orlando. Because it has that mouth. No? Yes. It does have the mouth, <laughs> yes, but I just like it because I always uh, equate vacation when I go to Orlando. So when I go to Orlando, I've been to Orlando a million times. Easily. And I know it's one of those airports you hit the ground and you're it's like you're on autopilot. You're like, I'm going here to get the rental car and then I'm going over there. And then, yep. you know, it's, it's just one of those places that I find... And I mean, there's a lot of airports that are, or a lot of cities that are like that now for me, but yeah. I just always equate Orlando to a good time yep. because it's, you know, vacation or it's whatever. But in any case, we, t- we tangent again. We, we, we tangent? We tangent no. on a tangent. I know. Crazy. No, 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 no. Not, no. not us. Um, so yeah, Atlanta, cool spot. Very hilly. I was not expecting it to be so hilly in yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, it's pretty hilly. Uh, it's at the foothills 
of the Appalachian Mountains, as I read. As on, you read on the Wikipedia. On the Wikipedia when we were preparing for this. Um, Fun fact. <laughs> we had I a... can read. So one one thing that kind of stood out, and we talked about service, and it clearly, there was like some sort of like, it was like a hangover almost, right? Yeah. Uh, from the Super Bowl. Everywhere you went was difficult to get in, and they were, and the service was slow. It was just... And that has not been, like I said, I've been there many, many, many a times. Yeah. Easily a dozen times I've been to Atlanta. And it's always been, you know, warm, welcoming people. It's the South, right? It's the it's, South, yeah. Southern hospitality is yeah. a real thing, and it, they really mean it. Um, and it's it's great. The, the thing that I... Atlanta is kind of unique on this front. All the Ubers are black Suburbans. Oh, yeah, you had said that. Yeah. Every single one of them is a black Suburban. Which is crazy. Sweet. <laughs> I mean, I don't get me wrong. I like riding in a Suburban just as much as the next guy. It's plenty of room when we have a bunch of people going mm. on. But it's virtually impossible to find your ride when they're oh, all, they're all the same. <laughs> you, oh, didn't this happen to you where you hopped in the wrong one? Um, I thought somebody hopped in the wrong no, one. No, that wasn't me. I don't think it was You me. heard that story, though, yeah, right? Yeah, somebody yeah. hopped in the wrong one, and they're like, oh, oh, Mike? Tom. Tom. Yeah, that was Tom. And he's like, uh, nope, that's not me. Okay. Nope. Wrong, wrong black suburban. Wrong black suburban. Um, but yeah, we, we went to a steakhouse, I think, the first night we were there. And Cuts. Cuts. We talked about it. Cuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, it was walking distance from the hotel. Yep. Um, Up a hill. I wasn't really, I wasn't, I wasn't really like super feeling great. Obviously, our sales meeting consisted of consumptions of alcohols. What? Yeah, I know. Crazy. Um, How did you have constructive meetings if you were consuming alcohol? Uh, <laughs> that was the longest pause I could possibly come up with. Um, very, I mean, we, I conducted the meeting, so yeah, yeah it's aviation. I get it. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. uh, there's actually a joke, but I'm not going to say it on on the recordings. Um, probably good. Yeah, it's probably good. Anyway, uh, so yeah, yeah, we I, did. Of I course, mean the, I mean the judgment call is probably good. The joke probably is. Yeah, probably the joke was terrible. Yeah, so um, about right. Shut up. And well, there's a lot of team building, right? So it's it's not just drinking. It's just we're going out. We're team building. We're yeah. we're experiencing yeah, yeah. things, right? You so, don't have to walk it back. I get it. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm I'm just trying to give a further description. When people think of sales meetings, they think of you know Wolf of Wall Street or whatever. Our types of parties are far from anything like that. Correct. Events. It's yes. just a bunch of us going out. And Picture more mom and dad are out of town and you're throwing a house party. Yes. It's, it's more that level than Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, level. yeah. 100% <laughs> that. Um, so. Which, we, don't get me wrong. It's a good time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I enjoy every experience that we have. Some uh, of my uh, best uh, memories are from when mom and dad were out of town and I was doing things that they later grounded me for. Like driving the car? Allegedly. Allegedly. Anyway, we, again, <laughs> tangent. Damn Tangent. it, Peter. Um, so we went to Cuts. Cuts was a, gr- a, a nice steakhouse, I would say. Um, I don't remember. I don't think we ate there. I don't think. Because I think we had talked about you. So as we record this right now, we've actually been to Atlanta a couple times this year. And this is. I, you I, have. I have, yes. yes. I've been there for a few shows. Oh, no, that's not true. I was there uh, also. Yeah, I, you were there a couple weeks for ago. For a day. Yeah. So uh, I apologize to our faithful listeners out there that I may be getting my stories uh, overlapped here a little bit. Crossed. It's a bit crossed, isn't it? Um, so I don't think I ate there, but uh, yeah, the service was slow everywhere we went. Food was just okay. Um, had potential. Yeah. And like I said, my previous experiences, it's delivered. <laughs> um, the one thing that was kind of awesome, though, is... Apparently, the 
Hilton that we were in, um, they had a Trader Sam's bar, or what was the? It was Trader Sam's or the Tiki Bar, the Tiki Bar in the basement. That they were like, "Oh, we invented the the Mai Tai," and I was like, "Cool, it's a bold claim." And I was like, "Yeah, Atlanta, the Mai Tai, really? Okay, all right." So, um, anyway, it was it was really cool. Um, it was I had texted my uh, fiance at the time, and she uh, I texted her and I said. I'm literally in a place, and I sent her a picture, and I was like, guess where I am? And she goes, Disney? And I go, no, 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 no. <laughs> this is a bar in the basement of uh, a Hilton. And um, it was a lot of fun. You know, was, we talk about in you know future episodes, we'll probably talk about this, is uh, in the recent years. Trader Vicks. Trader Vicks, that's what it was. We've kind of lost, I think Trader Sam's is actually the Disney one. Anyway. That sounds about right. Uh, so we lost Wait, kind do of. do they have one of those on the boat? Not tiki bar? No. I like tiki drinks. No. Oh, they do tiki drinks for sure. Ooh. And it's ship. Boats go on ships. Okay. It's a ship. Okay. Yeah, whatever. I'll be on the boat. Now that you just tangent everything and ruined it all. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, so the we, we talk about in future episodes that we've kind of lost this a sense of large family yeah. in the industry. Yep. Um, when I first joined... It didn't matter who you worked for, really. We all just kind of hung out and did did team things together. And right, you know, we did go off and do our own specific team things on certain nights of an, uh, a trade show or an event. Um, but we kind of lost that. Everybody gets together and it, it kind of crosses party lines, if you will. We're not competitors uh, for the well, most part. Some of us are. Some of us are, but it but doesn't matter. At night, it doesn't. It matter. doesn't matter, right? As long as you're not being, you know, overly um, obnoxious about your work stuff it doesn't matter and usually in those scenarios it's not about work it's about the people and, right you know we we know each other right in some cases we live down the street from one another we travel across the world together yep you know it's a it's a different thing um so there there was that one night in that tiki bar that really kind of got close to the olden days if you will um where it was a bunch of people and it it was a bunch of people from a different from different companies in this basement bar that was, you know, overtly themed as a tiki bar. And uh, it was awesome. You know, we had a really good time. It There were owners of companies down there. There were, you know, people who had just started with the company down there. Um, and it was a real great opportunity to just let your hair down and kind of get personal, right? And, and not just be um, talking about random things. Yeah, that, that was that was a fun night, and that did did have that vibe of, you know, sort of the the old days had a little bit of nostalgia there mm. because there were a lot of people. Unfortunately, that's I mean I do recall having a, a few drinks and then having a business development discussion with your boss's boss. Yeah, and that's always that's always the downside to that. Is that right. like, I just want to talk to you about what we could do together. <laughs> well, yeah, no, and it's funny. It's funny you actually say that because there have been recent experiences where I have gone out to a social event and it's turned into a in, into a business meeting, right? Yep. Or and you got it's one of those things you got to be careful too, right? You can't be too. There are some people out there that forget that and just go a hundred percent. Yep, and um, I think. That you got to be careful with that is the, yeah. is the real thing, but and there are times where we'll be out and we'll have like a you know a smaller group 
that, again, is not all from the same company. It's right. from de- several different companies, but it's a more intimate group. It's a group of folks that, you know, we've known each other for a long time, and, you know, we know we're not going to be having, you know, a business development conversation. These no. are the same people that you're going to see at weddings, and these right. are the same people you're going to see right. at, you know, funerals, and any type of life events, we're mm-hmm. all going to be together regardless of what logo it is that we're wearing on our shirt. And I think sure. that's something that is... Uh, definitely unique to our industry mm-hmm. and probably even more so unique to our, you know, smaller subset of our industry, which is, I would say it's more, it's, it's unique to the subset. I, I think other industries might have something like that, but I think we, we have it a little a bit differently. I mean, again, it's, I don't know with our limited exposure to other industries. I think that I don't know necessarily. Yeah, and I mean, aviation is a small industry. Very small. Um, and we work, We let me rephrase that, we dominate um, <laughs> <laughs> a very small subset of a small industry. Yeah. So it's, um, I do think it is more intimate than uh, than, than other places that we sure. experience. But even, you know, when we go out in those scenarios, we can kind of let our hair down a little bit and kind of, you know, have some fun because it's we're just friends at that point. Right. Right. Yeah. Kind of do similar work. Right. And, you know, yeah, go to weddings and whatnot. So um, overall, Atlanta, I, I enjoyed it. Um, the show was good. I think the show was good. It was it's it hadn't been in this location. And this is the first time that I had actually gone to this convention center. Yeah. So I didn't know really what to expect. I, the show was good for us. Um, yeah, the show was pretty good. Um, we I had a pre- the layout was odd. Odd, and they were doing construction because they they had um, they had a, a poster that they had posted that said, you know, next time because we're going back there at some point in the next you know four years I think is typically how the cycle goes, but they said you know we're we're doing some construction and they had do, been doing some construction on a new um, hall or something like that, and they said you know the next time you come back you're going to be in this new hall. Um, and I was like, oh, it's going to, again, it's going to be one of those things where we're going to have to relearn a new layout. Like, for yep. instance, this show, again, uh, coming up in the next couple months is going to be in Anaheim. And I, I haven't been to Anaheim or the convention center there. So I've been to the Anaheim convention center. And when we were picking out our space, I was really struggling with remembering the layout of that place. Because yeah. that was probably 2012 yeah. or 13, I think, was the last time we were there. 14? Mm-hmm. Mm. 2014 2014 yeah yeah so it's been a while and it's uh, going to be six years by the time you actually go there that yeah you'd been there and so that that's i think one of the critical things is when these shows go on is you know remembering at least from a marketing standpoint is remembering how the traffic flows yep and and that sort of thing and and yeah, and with Atlanta, they kind of had it broken up into two separate halls. Yeah. Where we had selected our booth, we were... You were in prime. We were right at an entrance. Yeah. But that it never felt like we were right at an entrance. And we were on the main aisle, and it never felt like... Yeah. I mean, we were at the end of the aisle, but... Yeah. We never really felt... Anyway. We so, still did some good business there, which was, yeah. you know... We, we had a really goal. good show. We had a lot of um, announcements prior to that that kind of helped everything, but... Um, overall, you know, it's a good show for us. Uh, we're big in the helicopter industry. So one thing, uh, I experienced in Atlanta for the first time and I really quite enjoyed it on this trip, which was the lime scooters. Yeah. And that's one thing that I wish I had an opportunity to take. It was cold there. It was so cold. (laughs) It was cold. And not like the, you know, it's 
below zero kind of cold. It's that like 40 to 50 degrees and it's like rainy and there's yeah, wind. Raw cold. Yeah, it's just that like uncomfortable. I think it was down. I think it was like. Did it get down to freezing? It was in the 30s at one point. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. It was sub 40. Um, but yeah, it, you guys were brave for riding those things. And I, I know you rode them a lot, right? Yeah, we rode them pretty much as much as we could. <laughs> um, and at one point, uh, we had left the hotel at night to go to dinner. And everybody took Uber. And Kyle and I decided, Kyle, one of our coworkers. Uh, and friend who will probably be on a future episode at some point if so. uh, if he gets his act together and gets out here and participates in it. Uh, no, no offense, Kyle. Uh, Love you, Kyle. <clears throat> we decided we we're going to take the scooters and we're going to race the Ubers to dinner. <laughs> and we actually did beat one of the Ubers there. One of the black suburban. One Ubers. of the black yeah. suburbans. Yeah. <laughs> but it was so cold. Oh yeah. And so uh, there's no suspension on those things. Oh no, no. So no. You, whatever you're going through, you're going through. And there was a construction zone, and it's just shaking the fillings out of your teeth. It's so funny. I mean, not to mention that it's cold, and you know nothing yeah. wants to bend anyway. Um, excuse me? What? Okay. <laughs> you moron. Uh, uh, the other thing is, like, you get this weird... They're, they're super... How do I, I want to say this? They're very approachable, if you will. So they're not very intimidating. Oh, okay. So you get this instant false sense of confidence in your abilities on them <laughs> and helmets of course you were wearing helmets and protective equipment you're supposed to it yes. says very explicitly clear that you need to be wearing helmet and i yep. was wearing mittens, mittens so i think that's basically that's the, same, the thing. same thing uh but you like after a couple hours not even a couple hours it was maybe an hour of being on those things i'm like taking them off curbs and doing wheelies on them and doing sidekicks. <laughs> I say, yeah. I'm not that skilled. Grinding, uh, grinding uh, handrails yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, it's crazy. Here in the skate park. Uh, yeah. So but, how does it work? Tell me how it works. Cause I've, I've never, uh, so you need an app. Okay. Uh, you need to download their app on your phone yep. and connect a credit card to it, obviously. Cause mm -hmm. this is, a so, Oh, so it's profit. right. It's a profit scheme. Oh, they make money off of this. This is crazy. Yep. Um, so you rent it by the hour or is it just like you, you pick up the scooter you ride it around for a bit, and then when you drop it off, they charge you a fee. Yep. Okay. So you, uh, you've got the app. You open the app, and the app will locate where all the scooters are. Uh -huh. So you can just go find them, and they're just on the street somewhere. And they're battery-powered. They're battery-powered, yeah. Okay. And you'll be able to see on the app how much battery juice those have left oh. in them. So you know you're not picking up one that's dead. Yeah, dead. Um, you scan. You get up there. You uh, you'd use the near-field communication device on Ooh. the cell phone, and yep. it unlocks it. And it says, welcome, and then you go and ride. Uh, when you're done, you hit the lock button on the app, and it locks it back up so people can't use it, and it just bills you for what you use. I think it's like 99 cents. I, You know what? I don't quote me on how much it costs. You know what? Don't it even, wasn't a lot of money for So it wasn't a lot of money. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Yeah, that, and I, I guess I'd wish I'd taken advantage of it in a warmer state or a warmer city or something like that. And I think you were talking about, well, I've got r my ride history here with the, the billing on it. So I did uh, uh 0.6 miles in 13 minutes uh, for $2 and 95 cents. That's not bad. I did uh 0.2 miles for three minutes for a dollar 45. So I think it's like some initial fee. Oh, here we go. Two miles. This was going to dinner. Yeah. 21 minutes to go yep. two miles, $4, 15 cents. Whew. That's, that's not good, bad. That's a, that's a pretty good deal, actually. That's not bad at all. Um, oh, that's cool. It shows you like a map of all the places you went to. 
And I think you had mentioned this when we were talking about it after the fact, but you were kind of hoping that more cities would have something like this. And one that comes to mind is, you know, Palm Springs is yes. one of those, you, you kind of have to cover some real estate and there's, you know, of course, Uber is an option or Lyft or, you know, your enter in, you know, your favorite ride sharing app. But um, it seems like it's just an easier way to get around. I'm trying to think of another uh, Tampa. I don't know if Tampa has them, but I feel like Tampa, especially Ebor, maybe yeah. that's a good and a bad thing. I don't yes, know. I yeah. think it's probably a good thing they're not in Ebor. <laughs> yeah, probably right. Um, but there's, you know, plenty of cities, I think, that. Yeah, could... I think downtown Dallas has them, but I don't think Fort Worth has them. I haven't seen them in Fort Worth. Yeah, I think they do have them there. Uh, it's it's a good time. Be safe, though. Yeah. Um, Actually, Austin it's... has them because one of my buddies uh, wiped out on them during a, an event. Yeah. It's easy to wipe out them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, except for broken limbs. That stuff comes back with you. That stuff. What happens in yeah. wherever you are. Oh, Chicago Vegas. would be a good place to have them, too. I think they, uh, I don't recall. I was just there a couple weeks ago. I don't think they had, I think they had them in a couple neighborhoods in Chicago. Nah. Don't quote me on that. Uh, anyways, uh, there was one other cool thing about um, uh, about Atlanta that I think you probably wanted to talk about, which was speakeasies. I didn't go to the speakeasy. Then never mind. We talked. <laughs> we, well, so here's so there was this. I'm a sucker for a speakeasy, and we used to go to speakeasies when um, we lived up in New Hampshire because there was a couple of our favorites. One was up in Nashua, and one was in Manchester, uh, New Hampshire, affectionately known as Manch Vegas. Manch Vegas, yes. right? Because they had the underground. Um, casinos and whatnot or whatever it is there's some sort of claim to fame where they had some sort of legal gambling or something i've like never that. experienced any of that i think you're lying anyway um, if there's an under- underground operation i've been a part of it i've been a part of it um so we try to go to a speakeasy and I, I love a good speakeasy especially when they have some sort of elaborate entry to them like for instance the ones that we went to in in nashua you had they of course asked you for your library card which was your id and there was a, a guy or a gal sitting in a high back, you know, chair. Was it library themed? Yeah, it was library themed. Oh, and nice. so they have... It, you this is w- in Nashua? This is in Nashua. So you walked into what looked like, you know, the back entrance of some office complex. It sure. was super bizarre. And there's like an elevator and like a bookcase and two chairs and a lamp. And there's a person sitting there with a book. Just sitting there, and you walk up, and you're like, "Hey, you know, can we can we get in?" And they the book is actually hollowed out, and it has a tablet in there, and they're like, "Oh, we're running about a, a five minute wait," and uh, we're like, "Okay, so you know, we'll go walk outside," or you know, yep. you literally could not wait in this room; it was bizarre. Um, and then they text you or whatever, so you go inside, and um, you actually you they don't tell you how to get in. But there's a book that you have to pull, and it rings a bell. And then when that bell rings, the somebody on the other side opens it up. The one in Manchester, you actually have to have a password that they have on their Facebook account that they post every week. And you have to say the password in order to get in. There's a phone booth. Do you remember any of the passwords? Um, As an example? I don't. But they're like they're relevant to like either current events or you know, a drink special or something like that. Yeah. So there's a phone booth and you have to pick up the phone and, and tell them the password. Or if you don't know the password, you have to tell them a joke. Yep. And then that's how, like the door just opens up of the phone booth. So the phone booth one was um, also the same theme as the place that we were trying to get into in Atlanta. 
there was a phone booth that you went into and obviously there was some sort of password that you got and you would tell them and they would open a, a door or whatever. Yeah, there was, uh, when I was on my scooter one night, there was a homeless guy who I thought was working me for money. He was telling me about it. Um, but it didn't really make sense because he was uh, missing a few teeth and probably a couple nights of sleep, I'm guessing. Um, and slurring words or something. <clears throat> he was slurring those words. But I've been to, uh, I have two international stories of something similar. Okay. Uh, one was in uh, Tokyo, which uh, if you've never been to Tokyo, I highly recommend it. I would love to go. It is one of the most beautiful places. It's unbelievably clean. People are unbelievably nice. The food is great. Everything is wonderful there. Uh, I highly recommend it. Yeah. I really, really really highly recommend it. We really want to go. But I was there for a speaking event, which is ironic because I might have been the only person in the room that spoke English. Um, (laughs) Was there a translator? There was not a translator, no. I had asked beforehand, I said, is... You know, I don't speak Japanese. Is this going to be a problem? And the guy said, no, 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 it's not going to be a problem. Everybody speaks English. And he was a liar. No, I bet you everybody spoke English. I bet you everybody understood English. As you know, I mean, outside of the United States, a lot of people learn multiple languages. Yeah. I don't think that those people were in that room. Anyway, carry on. So I did my speaking event um, in downtown Tokyo, and uh, the gentleman that took me out there, and I was this was actually like a sponsored trip. Like right. this guy paid for my trip, paid for my hotel, was taking me out to dinner to to do the speaking event. He really spent a lot of money to get this to go talk in Japan. Why? Which is, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. In a, I mean, I mean that in the nicest of ways. But um, I'm a subject matter expert on uh, safety of flight stuff. Are you really? Yeah, technically. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of stuff. So I, my, the whole, my whole discussion was around uh, controlled flight into terrain of helicopters and oh. safety of flight. Um, I think I talked about helisas and radar altimeters and EGPWS and all things like that. Really? And I did it with a lot of photos. Sure. Just so, I was like, we're, best case, I'm just going to flood this thing with photos so people know what I'm talking about. Right, and then right. I did a case study on an accident of how it could have been avoided with certain technologies on board the helicopter. Got it. Um, anyways, he takes me out to dinner after after the presentation, and we go to this place, and he goes, do you like steak? And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm American. <laughs> Obviously, I like steak. American from Texas. I'm an American from Texas. Of course I like steak. Uh, no, no disrespect to our vegan friends and listeners out there, if there is one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if this appeals to the vegan. Uh, yeah, the vegan. Uh, yeah, mother-in-law. My mother-in-law. Vegan. Oh, all right. Well, we've got one. Yeah. Uh, so we go to this restaurant, and it's a similar thing. You walk in the front door, and it's very industrial. Mm-hmm. Like it, this, it's in downtown. So we're in the buildings of downtown Tokyo, and it's a very industrial-looking building. We go in, and it's just a a tiny little room that you get into. And there's a guy that looks like a bellhop that's in there, at a podium. Right. And there's an elevator door. And apparently the guy that I'm with is some well-to-do business guy. He walked in, and the guy at the bellhop stand knew who he was before he said anything. Oh. And we got ushered into the elevator. We go down into the basement, and we go into – it's a restaurant and a bar, and it's kind of well-lit, and it's got these little private rooms off of it. And it's an interesting place, and I can't – I don't really know what's happening. His English isn't great. My Japanese is non-existent. Um, and we go into this bar where we're waiting for our table, and we literally have a geisha girl who's waiting on us. And, like, just there, like, we're sitting down on, like, leather sofas in what looks like a smoking lounge, yep. but, it's, it, but it's not. And she's just 
permanently there for anything that you need. She's right there to, to go and get it for you. And we're carrying on conversation. And we go to dinner. Uh, we come out of that room. We go down to another hallway at the end, and we have dinner down there. And it's a private room. And we have three servers that are just there in the room. Jeez. Anything that you want. Like, you take a sip, they immediately refill that sip. And That's crazy. It's the, the highest level of attention I've, and he never paid a bill or anything. We just got up and left when it was time to leave. And apparently, they bill his account at some point later on. Just Mike, there are no prices. Awesome. I have no idea how much any of this cost. I have no idea. I don't know. I might be. I might be in debt to the Yakuza at this point. You might be. They might be coming. <laughs> uh, actually, I think that's them at the door right now. <laughs> uh, nope. Nope. Uh, and then the second international story I have that is uh, the of that a speakeasy. Speakeasy. Don't worry, people. We're getting. We're getting to the uh, tying this back to the Atlanta trip. Yeah, we'll we'll get there. Relax. <laughs> we're still good. Um, I was in London visiting uh, our friend Hayden, who is uh, featured on an upcoming episode here uh, of our podcast. Uh, and I had gone over to visit him before he had uh, immigrated here to the United States. Uh, we were in London. We are out having a good da- good time, going and finding some bars. And it had been a long day. We are just looking for some private bars. And we ended up in this bar that was in a basement uh, somewhere and just having a great time. Um, and we can, I can send you some photos if you want to post that on our social media. Oh, there's, yeah. there's photos of us in that bar that night. Um, making friends with the people that are sitting next to us who are cute girls that are just annoyed by our presence, which is <laughs> always so much fun. It's even better. Yeah. And like we're, we struck up a good conversation with our, uh, our, our waitress that we had that night. And, you know, we're, you know, being cool and we're talking to her, you know, because she's kind of cute or whatever. And it's fun to talk You're married. To. Stop it. I wasn't married then. That's true. Uh, this was several years ago. I was in a relationship with my now wife. Anyway. I, it's not like I, I flirt. You're, she ta- knows I, you're tangenting on the tangent. Listen, she knows She knows what she got into. I'm getting you back on the rails, my pa- friend. Papa Bear's a flirt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, so the, the, the bar that we're in, uh, and it's all like designer drinks that you've never heard of before. Yep. And it's all custom stuff, and it's great. It's all unbelievably delicious. So the night finishes up there, and, you know, we're talking to the, the waitress, and I was like, well, where, you know, I was like, so where did you go from here? And she goes, well, I usually go to this bar down the street, and she, like, r- r- writes it down for us. Uh, and she goes, when you get there, tell them, oh, I can't think of the, I can't think of the girl's name. It'll come to me. It's an Irish name. Sure. Of some sort, Catherine, <laughs> Caitlin. Got it. One of those definite Irish names. <laughs> um just when you get there, uh, tell her, tell the bouncer my name, and they'll they'll take you in. I was like, all right, yeah, we'll see how that plays out. So we go down the street, we find this place, and this place is like the outside of the building has big giant red curtains on it, so you can't see the building itself, and it's like parted in the middle where you go in. And uh, we get up there, we're like, yeah, well, two people would like to come inside and have some drinks. They're like, nope, we're all full, and we're like, well, Carolyn sent us, and then he goes. All right, hold on a second. The guy goes in the back, comes back out, and says, all right, come on in. Took us in and took us into, like, a back room through a kitchen into another hidden room way in the back. And we're just sitting in there drinking, like, looking at each other, like, how the hell did we get in here? <laughs> first of it's all, funny. how did that work? Yeah, first of <laughs> all, I want to say it's funny because when stuff like that happens, like, they, they wind you through this, like, yep. crazy, you know, maze to get to wherever you're going. I always am like, okay, I'm here. How do I get out of here? 
I always, I always I have that moment of panic. Like, what if I need to get out of here? Like right now. Yeah, I always have that like the the roller coaster of thought of, oh, I've I'm I'm doing something really cool right now. Yep. Oh, I'm about to die. Yep. Oh, wait, no, it's cool again. Nope. I'm definitely scared. Yep. It's, it, it, it's that back and forth that, pendulum. Yeah, of, roller coaster of, of, of what of what's actually happening to you. But yeah, again, I have no idea how we got out of that place, and we were we were several hours into drinking. Yeah. when we got there, mm-hmm. and then a few more hours of drinking there, maybe. In my mind, it was a few more. It's probably like another twenty minutes. Twenty-five minutes, like, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> I don't know what the dog would go. Uh, and that was a great night. We had so much fun that night. Anyway, so Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah, I was so saying. Let's tie it back. Speakeasy. There's apparently a cool speakeasy with a, a red phone booth. If you want a cool story like this, find speakeasies. Speakeasies. Um, and if you're in Atlanta, check out that one. Uh, it looked really cool, at least. Do from you the remember outside. the name of the one? I don't know. Maybe Red Phone Booth or something like that. Yeah, it literally might be, right. be called that. Let me see if I can Google it real quick. Um, and it was, you know, it's fun. I, I, I think the overall the city. Uh, is a cool city. I think any other time of year, maybe not the summer. Red phone booth. Red phone booth. Um, any other time of year, it might have been a little bit better. But since it was kind of early on in the the season, um, like the end of winter, beginning of spring, I think it was just a little bit tough, right? And there, yeah, I mean, weather in especially Atlanta. since it's a, an, an, I would classify that as a an easy walking city, right? There's plenty of cities that we go to that. You really can't walk any there, anywhere there. Um, yeah, you have to drive around. But yeah, Orlando's kind of like that. Orlando is like that. Yeah. Depending on if it's I, if you're on I drive, it's it's a walking. But if you're in, but it's a long walk. But if you're anywhere, in, if you're in Orlando proper, you, oh, yeah. you kind of have to go elsewhere, especially for shows since yeah. they're at the convention center. Yeah, I do have one uh, Atlanta weather-related story. Oh if you could yeah, entertain me. Do uh, it for one last. I know this one. On this one, this is the survivor one. This is a <laughs> every man for himself. What? We're not gonna die today. <laughs> um, I was. Uh, I think this was probably circa 2012. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I had mentioned earlier, I did spend a lot of time commuting from Chicago to Atlanta to pick up the airplane and do flying and, and do flying and do flying. Um, so I had gone down uh, that week and. I was supposed to go to Savannah for some work, uh, and then I was going to go to Atlanta, and I had some recurrent training that I had to do, and uh, skipped going to Savannah because the weather was a little bit questionable, and just went right to Atlanta. Basically, got to Atlanta, the weather hit, um, I never got to do my training, I ended up going to the airport to try to get out, and ended up getting stuck in the Atlanta Hartsfield Airport for about 48 hours straight. <laughs> So and Atlanta, I mean, I've been to Atlanta a couple of times and at least I've spent time in the terminals. There's a, it's a big airport. It is a very big airport and I've walked every square inch of it um, looking for a place to sleep or um, I did sleep in there and I can point out the exact corner. Oh, right, right, sleep. right. Because <laughs> you made that comment. Yeah. When when Ashley, my wife and I arrived there for uh, Heli Expo, I pointed out the corner because we came off the gate and it was right there. And I was like, that's the corner I slept in. It was drafty. <laughs> um, but no. Uh, so the weather hit at night. Mm-hmm. So all the restaurants and everything were closed. So really, it was a matter of scouring for like vending machines that you could get food out of. Mm-hmm. There was no way to leave uh, the airport. There was uh, it was an ice storm that had mm-hmm. hit. Um, I called it the land apocalypse. Land apocalypse. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, the highways were closed. It took me about eight hours to get from downtown to the airport, which is 10 miles, maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, that could just be with normal traffic in, in Atlanta. Oh, no, this was exceptionally bad. Like, we were just, <laughs> the car, I just had it in park. We were yeah. just sitting still on yeah. the highway. Um, I finally ended up getting out a, a few days later, uh, but I met some folks who were in a similar uh, scenario as me. We're trying to get back to Chicago. And do you keep in touch with them? Have I, you? I do not. Okay. No. Okay. I didn't know if there was ever a oh, and now we're friends. You know, kind of thing. Um, no. As soon as like we were friends for that afternoon. Yep. Because we were all trying to get on the same flight, and as soon as that flight canceled, and you were going to Chicago, right? Yeah, yeah. we were all going to Chicago. As soon as that flight canceled, we all just scattered. Yeah. Uh, and went our separate ways. I ended up flying uh, the next afternoon, Atlanta to Detroit. Did you get a hotel, or did you stay? There was there were no hotels av- available. The poultry convention was in town that right, weekend. right, 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 so, right, right. And apparently, all the hotels were booked. Even if I could get a hotel, yep, I couldn't have gotten, gotten to the hotel because yeah. all the roads were closed. They wouldn't give you a rental car. They wouldn't do anything. The uh, Marta was shut down. Their public transit system was completely shut down. The whole place was just frozen in time. Hmm. So the second day, um, this again, this weather hit at night when the airport was very, very empty. Um, the second day, flights start showing up, but because new crews and everybody can't get to the airport, the planes aren't leaving. So right. It's just filling up with people yep. that aren't going anywhere, and there's no food in the terminal because all the people that work in the restaurants can't get, can't there. get there. The only thing that's open is a uh, Popeye's chicken. Oh, boy. And they are they ran out of food because it's literally was the only food in the entire building. Right. So I I learned a lot about um, humanity. Uh huh. Yeah, you do in those situations. Um, and it was uh, it was a good experience. Um, you know when when everyone's back is against the wall, you're kind of just all in it together. Mm-hmm. There's not anybody that's like losing their minds or making a big deal out of it because it's. The, you know, it's that revelation that it's not going to make any difference. Yeah. You, no one controls this. No one has any control over this. Yeah. And uh, it was a really good time. <laughs> yeah. As, as, as good of a time as you can have being stranded someplace you don't want to be sleeping on a floor. Right. Um, and if there's a floor uh, to sleep, if you need to sleep on a floor, I do highly recommend Terminal E mm-hmm. uh, at the... Uh, um, Funny at, enough, at I actually... Hartsfield Airport. I went into that terminal... Uh, when I went there the second time and cause I walked by the United gates cause yep. I just was pacing. I was on the phone. So I was just getting my, my steps in, yep. but I was like, Oh, United. I wonder if this is the corner of the pizza. Can... Yep. That corner right up there. Yep. Yeah. Cause all the benches were taken by the time I settled in for the night. Oh, of course. And it's super weird sleeping on the ground with all your possessions that you have with you, like wrapped around. Like, Oh, right. Cause you can't, you can't have them out of your possession, right? Or the yeah. TSA will come and confiscate them and there wasn't really any tsa there yeah i bet yeah Yeah. but you don't want someone to walk away with your laptop that's true so i'm like using like my backpack as like a pillow Mm -hmm. and i'm using i've got like my roller board i don't care if people steal my underwear go crazy yeah go nuts with that and that's not an invite to those listeners out there to come steal my underwear but uh that's my last tangent for today that wasn't a tangent that was a, a proper atlanta story it was a proper atlanta story yeah it was so i've also never been to the aquarium there Okay, good. I'm glad that I'm not the only one that set that lofty goal and hasn't hasn't attended. I do have a uh, I do have an Atlanta story. <laughs> you have that look of oh, good, more Atlanta stories. I'm trying to think of where I'm. I'm literally going and cataloging my brain. Like 
All right, what stories have Pete told me about? Uh, so I was um, away for a weekend mm-hmm. um, in Florida. Florida? Oh, Florida. Uh, with my now wife. And uh, we had, you know, we were in an interesting phase in our relationship. And uh, I had gone from Florida to Atlanta. And when I had gotten to Atlanta, I had realized that I'd eaten so many donuts uh, when we were in Florida that I it was... I was late to show to meet some of our uh, uh, frenemy uh, competitor people that we travel with places. Uh, I was late to meet them because I couldn't get my pants zippered up because I was because <laughs> I had become so swollen from eating donuts. Is that a true story? That is a true story. Oh yeah. boy! Yeah, I was with uh, Tom and Kyle on that trip oh, man. when Kyle did not work here. Ah, got it. Um, so overall, let's, let's wrap up Atlanta. Let's what, wrap it up. What, uh, we're going to go back there presumably in a couple of years. Yes. Uh, and I mean, we'll, we'll probably have to regardless of that show, but I think I have something there, um, in the next year. Okay. That's so, so are you excited to go back there? Yeah. I like Atlanta. Yeah. I like Atlanta as well. I think that it's, I, I, I gave it a little bit of a harsh kind of initial, thought to it especially since you know when you go to and do when it's a a longer trip when you have a sales meeting attached to it it kind of it makes it makes you know once you're getting towards the end of the trip you just want to get home yep so i think that kind of sullied the the view of that show or that city and and the temperature uh, yeah the temperature kind of bummed out i mean that's the thing about atlanta it can in the wintertime it can be cold and miserable and in the summertime it can be the absolute opposite but there are some nice spots there in between spring and fall time that it's uh, absolutely beautiful there and of course it's coming up pretty quick as they always do there's never any rest really but this year uh the show is in anaheim and it's actually earlier in the year so we'll see how that goes this will be the earliest i've ever gone to a trade show yeah period uh yeah you didn't go to cologne or anything. no i went to cologne but you know that's a I don't know if I would necessarily yeah. categorize that as a trade show Got as opposed it. to a regional meeting. Yep. So um, it's smaller the event. cool thing about Anaheim is uh, Jen's going to come. Oh, nice. Yeah, a little Disneyland. I've never been to Disneyland. She went in high school, so. Never been. I know. Well, you can come along with us if you I, want. I went to Disney World once yeah. when I was in high school, so, yeah. yeah. We'll get yeah. ready. That's Buckle mine. up, kid. We'll do that. We'll we'll have a uh, who's been where to Disney recap story uh, at some point. In the of course. <laughs> in the future. Yeah, in the near future. Uh, but other than that, all right, so excited to see Atlanta sometime again in the future, and we'll get ready for the next episode of the podcast, A, a New City. Coming up next time, A New City. All right, everybody. Uh, that's going to do it. Let's wrap it up. Let's get out of here. Thanks for listening. I'll see you. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Life Adventure PS and Instagram Life Adventures Pete Simpson. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely that of the collaborators and do not necessarily represent the thoughts or opinions of the authors, employers, organizations, committees, or other groups or individuals.